Learn to be you, the podcast, real talk, real people. Well, I'm looking forward to another episode because I kind of know of our guest today, but I don't really know our guest today. So I think we're going to have an amazing conversation connecting as well as bringing you an amazing episode. So you you know I'm Jay and I have Leah here with me Hello. as one of my co-hosts. So Leah, do you want to say hey? Hi. <laughs> and, um, and Emma, did you want to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about you? Sure. So thank you both for having me here. It's so nice to actually be chatting like this with you both. And I've been so enjoying the podcast. So it's really, really awesome to be part of it. So thank you for that. So yeah, like Jay said, my name is Emma. I'm a women's wellbeing coach and I specialize in helping women put in some self-care and wellbeing strategies into everyday life for the everyday working women, busy women, you know, just real life coping mechanisms of how we can look after our own wellness and well-being and protect our own energy from lots of different factors whether that's illness or low energy or stress family life whatever it is I work with you real women putting real real practices that are that are able to um, to be maintained in an, in an everyday life and prevent people from having things like burnout which is what took me onto this wellness journey myself so that's what gave me the passion to really help and support other women that were going through problems like that wow that sounds absolutely amazing and i can't wait to see what we're talking about and i think i yeah. guess always say i guess always say the right subject comes up the right topic always yeah. comes up so it's the one we're meant to talk about so i can't wait to see so leah did you want to spin your magic wheel and okay. we'll see what we're talking about today okay so today we are talking about following your heart nice i kind of think that's a kind of amazing subject because that's kind of how I work. That's how I live. I follow my heart. So actually, I think we probably all follow our heart because we've all got into the journeys and what we do, probably following your heart because something happens to you and you want to make a change. So I guess this is an amazing subject to to be sharing with people. And maybe we can, along the way, give people some tips on how they can start to follow their heart because I guess that's it. in the world we live in, sometimes it's not easy to follow your heart, whatever you want to take that from. So yeah, I'll pass this over to one of you two. Did you want to say something on follow your heart? What does that bring up for you? For me, follow your heart. That is something I've always believed in and is going with my heart and my gut instinct. And I've always stuck by that, you know, even from being really, really young. And it's not until getting to where I am now and how, you know, life has changed and evolved for me that I've actually really realized oh wow that's actually what I've always been able to do and and like you said there Jane not not everybody does that not everybody's even you know aware of how to tune in to being led by their heart and to enable yourself to follow your heart but definitely following my heart has um, got me to where I am now in life and through some really 
sticky, sticky situations that have been painful and difficult to get through, but always coming back to that, following your heart and your your gut, you know, intuition um, has definitely guided guided me to where I am now. And yeah, like I said at the beginning, it's a huge part of what I want to help. I'm saying women, it's predominantly women that I deal with and coach and just allowing people to to tune into that heart space and giving them the the strength and the support to move forward and, and follow their heart's desires or you know the belief that they they can follow your heart you know what's the worst that's going to happen if you follow your heart I don't think you can go far wrong I love that though but it's like in life if you think back we did that as children but then somewhere along the line someone taught us that following your gut and your heart was the wrong thing yeah. to do and i guess i've been learning that the more i lean into my business following my heart and my gut and my intuition the better it goes because i don't want to follow somebody else's model or framework for what i do or my life because actually i guess i guess as well when you find people that are heart led let's just say heart led that focus and follow their heart I've kind of had a journey and, and not an easy journey, but I guess we've had that journey because we're here to show other people that you can still show up and not fall into that, let's just say victim mentality that actually yeah. woes me. And I, I'm not saying that, that there isn't a place for that because as you go through your journey, there's definitely a place to sit in your feelings and feel sorry for yourself. But actually, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Leah, you're, obviously quite heart led and I, I think you're still on the journey of following your heart so what have you got to say on that kind of subject I think like you say there I'm still on that journey of following my heart and the first thing that come up as soon as that showed up on the screen there was like I don't know if I have I started to like question myself a little bit there um but then I think looking deeper into it I, th I have done that like from I'd say probably from like the age of 17 when we first started dating and I made that decision to leave everything that I knew and move to London and um, to move in with you that's when I actually really started to follow my heart I suppose because Nothing the family could say to me, then there was a lot of things that were said to try and prevent me from making that step actually stop me because I knew that it was right for me, regardless of our relationship at the time. They, because, you know, we'd only been dating, what, four months. So it was like, it was a risk. But I knew it was that risk to take. Oh and wow, think... Leah, that's amazing. It's giving me goosebumps. <laughs> that's giving me goosebumps. That's definitely following your heart, right? That's for yeah. sure. And, and then I mean, like other 20 years later, it's proven, you know, that actually it was the right thing for me. Oh. I think a lot of it for me when it comes to the following your heart, I I don't have a lot of belief within myself. So then it becomes a no, I don't know what to do there. Or that's like, what does that even mean? You know, but mm -hmm. when you really do sit back, so like you're saying, a lot of people will be thinking, well, I don't follow my heart. But when you actually question yourself, you'll, like I've just done there, you will see that actually 
it's it's quite natural to follow that follow your heart you just don't really view it in that way I guess and once you start doing that and leaning in and like you said it's always it's other people's like when you so when you moved to London there like you said it's after you had just been dating Jay for like four months it's other people's fears isn't it that they put on to you don't do that because this might happen and don't do and it's actually their fears and insecurities that they're projecting to try and hold you back and not in a negative way all the time they're maybe just trying to keep you safe but like you said when you actually tuned into your heart there and you were like no I know if you know that it's right that's definitely your your gut your heart your intuition everything saying to you I don't care about anything else you know this is following my heart and I think when you follow your heart for love um, that's the strongest one of all and I can definitely say I've done that too and thought nope I'm all in <laughs> I'm doing it and, I, and it's been the best thing that I ever done as well looking back and it's not easy to sometimes like you said about self-belief and I can definitely resonate with that as well you know I think as humans never mind just as women but even more so I would say as women we have these sort of limiting beliefs that other people have put on us and you think no I can't do that don't you know and and once you stop listening to that and really letting your heart go yeah you blooming well can go you know and and like you said actually you go oh I can listen to my heart I do follow my heart I can do that no it's so true isn't it I guess I guess this is what I've learned through through going through coaching and coaching people Sometimes just that right question at that right time can really make you think and go, ah, because you sit there telling yourself everything you can't do, but actually you realise by questioning yourself, people can do this through journaling, you don't always need a coach, but I just think having even these conversations makes you go, ah, because I've always followed my heart, but, but as you say, people along the way teach you that isn't what you should do because what if you get hurt or or, or what if it goes wrong or and and it's like but what if it goes right we never ask ourselves that question and i think it's just learning to intervene that inner critic voice that chimp mindset with with the inner coach and actually soothe yourself and say hey but what if it goes right what if do you know what i mean and and i guess it's about the journey isn't it so even if it did go wrong you're going to learn something along the way so i guess following your heart is is something that it's taken away from us because when you're a baby, you follow your heart, you do what you want, the wonders, the ants, the, the, the birds, everything is just wow. And then you get older and I guess you get a case around your heart because that's what people teach you. And I guess that's yeah. what I love about working with children because they're so pure, they, they haven't got any of this stuff and they're so open and the wisdom is just flowing through them and they don't even know their power. So actually to sit and watch their journeys and watch how quickly they can change things compared to some of us adults, is just amazing. So yeah, I, I, I love this topic, it's absolutely amazing. And it's amazing like for children as well, like they have, the world is completely open to them. You know, no, nothing is impossible. And I think depending on how you've been brought up or the influences you've had around you, some of that is unfortunately chipped away at and you lose that keeping your heart open to I can do whatever I want the whole world is out there and I can be whoever I want to be I can be whatever I want to be and at some stage in life somebody knocks that out of you not all the time there are some amazing people you're like 
Richard Branson, for example, that was like, stuff you school, don't care what you're going to say to me about I'm dyslexic or whatever, I am going out there and, and look at what he's achieved. But not everybody's as lucky as that. And some people get that follow in your heart knocked out of them. And school certainly did try to do that to me um, when I was at high school. That was definitely who I, you know, tried to be knocked out of me. And I've, I've wrote about it, I've spoke about it in um, a book. I wrote a chapter in a book about it and I've, I've spoke about it on other podcasts. But that was probably, even from a young age, I realise now in my 40s that I was like, wow, I must have either been a spunky little thing or I just have always went, stuff you, I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to trust my heart and my intuition and do what I want to do and I have always kind of led by that and I've always tried to bring our girls up in the same way to be like you know one of my daughters um, is dyslexic and she also has MS and I've brought her up to be like there is nothing you cannot do you know all of them can do whatever they want to do follow your heart you know they're probably like oh mum for goodness sake yeah yeah we know follow your heart but I'm always you know drumming that in that yeah you can do whatever you want to do it might not always be easy. And like you said there, Jay, you know, that you, you might fall, you might fail, but do you know what? You'll get back up and you'll move on and you'll have learned something. You know, I think all the things that I've went through make me in a better position now to be able to coach and to help women because I've walked that walk. I know what it's like to have be like when I had burnout, for example, to be flat out in my bed and I couldn't get up. I didn't have the energy, no matter how many people said, oh, come on, you'll feel better. And I'm like, I know I will, but I can't. You know, so I, I'm not coming from a preachy, preachy state of, oh, do this, do yoga and meditation and everything will be great. You know, I think whatever goal you go through in life gives you the key skills and things like that. Like you said, Jay, it takes us all on that journey of being able to offer people more because we are heart-led people and have had these experiences that then take you full circle to be able to help other people open their heart and, and fulfill what they want to do. I think, you know, you look at the world and you think there's a lot of unhappy people doing jobs they don't want to do, doing, being in, being in situations they don't want to be in. Because for whatever, like what Leah and I were just talking about there, self-belief, self-confidence, whatever it is is keeping them back from actually opening their heart to the possibilities of they are worth being happy and they are worth having the life that they want to have I love it boils down to actually um certainly for me it's actually learning that your voice is worth being heard as well because when I think when it comes to matters of the heart and whatever that may be, if it's if you've been in situations where I and I certainly have, where you know, like growing up, your children to be seen and not heard, and yeah, you kind of you lose your voice, and then once you, when you lose your voice, you you lose that trust in yourself and actually listening to that heart because again it's something else that's taken away from you isn't it like when you can't voice what is happening to you or around you or anything like that how are you then supposed to 
really listen to to what your heart is telling you completely Leah completely and it's like when you're you're told to stay quiet then you like what Jay was saying as well we you then you start to put that little cage around your heart and you shrink down into yourself and you play small so that nobody hears you and you don't talk because nobody's really listening and it's not worth what you're going to say and I think that's where all of what we're doing now and the coaching and and doing I'm working a lot with women on breath work right now that's what I specialize in just what you're saying to open that heart again that we've kept quiet for so long you know unleashing all of these emotions that we've locked away and stored in our body from childhood or from whatever to release that and open it up and help you actually come back into yourself and have that inner trust within you again that actually yeah your voice is worth being heard and what you have to say is important I love that. And I think I think what you were saying about putting that into your children, we definitely do that with our son, Jaden, who's 11. Um, we home educate him because he was in school three years. I think that's amazing. And, yeah, and he was in school for three years. And the damage they did, what they tried, the, the person he came out of those three years wasn't our son. So actually, we've spent years building him back up, using the people around us in our tribe to help him giving him that confidence back that actually he can be heart-led and and he can yeah. talk and that isn't being cocky and he's he's just knows who he is and knows it's okay to be that person and he's a very spiritual young man and i just think you're right a lot of people let alone adults children get that taken away from them and i i'm not saying the people around them whether that's parents or family or schools mean to do that they're just in my eyes asleep not consciously mm -hmm. thinking about the words they're using and i quiet and one for words are powerful words are magical oh, absolutely and the words we use with ourselves can actually shift your mood so think about that with your child and i'm not going to sit here and say me and Leah are perfect parents we get it wrong sometimes but we always are quick to realize that and apologize or change it because we don't need to sit here and be perfect people as parents as adults because children need to see that you fail you get back up you pivot you yeah. change you, but Jeremy, you know I mean? Jaden is very, very heart-led. And I think he's connected me more to be heart-led because seeing the way Jaden is and the way people have treated him, but he would never treat them that way because that yeah. isn't who he is. So that's taught me that actually, whatever people do to me, it's my responsibility how I react. It's my responsibility how I respond and how I interpret that because we do tell ourselves a lot of stories about situations. So it's just when you start learning this stuff, this is why I love teaching this stuff to young people because actually once they get this stuff they're flying it, it's yeah. just like they've got the, the 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 duck the water just like the duck runs off their back because they get it and i'm not going to sit here and lie to children or, or even the adults i work with and tell them life's perfect it's full of roses it isn't but when you know some of this stuff about it's like it's crazy to me how I never knew how my brain development, I didn't know that. No one ever taught me how my brain, no. my brain controls the whole of my body, my emotions, everything, but nobody ever taught me that. It's and it's crazy, crazy you don't it? get that at school. It is crazy that you don't get that at school, but I think what you both are doing for Jaden is incredible and encouraging him to be heartless. I am sorry that he had to go through what he went through at school, in a way, look at the positives that are now coming from that. You know, what Jaden's doing and what you're doing with kids is making a change. 
I do believe that it is making a change. And I think bringing young people up into this world as parents, I've always, like you, far from a perfect parent. I am not going to sit here and say that I am a perfect parent. Oh my God, I've made more mistakes than I'd care to count about. But what I've always taught my girls is accountability, you know, and saying, I screwed up there. I got that wrong and I'm sorry, you know, because mum's just human as well. You know, just because I'm a mum does not mean to say that I am going to get it right or that I always know best. But trust me, I am only doing the best I can with what I have and I'm going to do my best to guide you and to encourage you but I'm not always going to get it right and and, and that kind of enables them to to live a more heart-led life as well that if they make a mistake they can go oh well do you know what I got that wrong and I'm sorry about that I'm going to try this or you know just encouraging them to yeah listen to your heart and not have all that knocked out of you constantly by being like you can't fail and you have to follow this path and you have to do the right way well no what do you want to do what feels right to you you know I've got one at 18 just now um starting her way in the world starting driving lessons starting to find her chosen career path and you know for what we've both done for her at home she's our daughter that has dyslexia and MS and you know school could have quite easily we were really fortunate the school that we've had her and have been fantastic but we we really encouraged her to follow her heart and just like what Leah was saying she actually um she struggled to be able to listen to her heart she wanted to go she's always been an incredible swimmer swimmer has always always she's always been an amazing swimmer and she swam for the school and she's always had this she's got a beautiful beautiful soul we always say she's like a swan you know she's very calm and serene I've not always been calm and serene so I'm not too sure where that comes from <laughs> I certainly wasn't at her age but her little legs are going like frantic underneath the water you know because nobody really knows what she's dealing with and she went off on one path at school and you know as parents we're at home going oh god I don't think that's right you know that it does it just didn't feel right to us and it felt like it was a bit of a knee-jerk reaction from her and so instead of saying as parents waiting in there going, we don't think you're doing the right thing. <laughs> we sat back a little and, and chatted to her and really helped her tune in to herself. What did she really want to do? Or was this the path that she was getting sort of swept along? Um, and after, you know, being on a family holiday and all floating about and bobbing about in the sea where you're a bit more open, aren't you, to these kind of like conversations and open to receiving parents' input. She said, I really want to do my lifeguarding qualification. I'd love to. And we were like, yes, you know, go for it. Um, do that. And so she'd done her lifeguarding and she's now, we are very proud parents, she's now just qualified as a children's swim teacher. So, you know, she's out there working with kids giving them that strength and and motivation and encouragement to get into the, the pool and do that. And that was from tuning in and following her heart. And it, it took, you know, again, like Leah was saying, some external people chip, chip, chip you down. She's had so many people say to her, oh, a lifeguard. 
a swimming teacher what are you going to do for a proper job you know and at home as parents we're like a proper job how is teaching somebody a life skill not a you know what but we have said ignore ignore all that negativity and listen to your heart so hopefully at 18 she's on her way out there in the world and we've encouraged her to to listen to her heart and to follow it (laughs) I love that I love that because that's the thing isn't it it's like I've said to Leah I know my son's power he doesn't know it yet and I know he can go on he could be the next Carl Gray he's that amazing but if Jaden wanted to go out there and be a bin man we support you, boy. Do totally. whatever you want. Totally. Because how many people, like you said, are sitting at desk jobs, are doing jobs that don't fill them up? And I always felt like a failure growing up, even when I got with Leah, because Leah never put this pressure on me, but other people did. Of Every time I got a job, I didn't. it didn't fit, so I left. And it was like, you can't yeah. stick a job. No, 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 I just can't stick a job I don't like. Because when I found a job I liked, and I used to be a teaching assistant in an autistic school... I was there for 13, 14 years till I finally Amazing. left and became Leah's carer because Leah has um, disabilities. Leah has cirrhotic arthritis and fibromyalgia. So actually, I can stick at something. Just I've got to, to feel it in my heart. I'm not going to do pointless things like now. I don't want pointless conversations about Mrs. Jones down the road. I want no. this conversation because this fills me up. And yeah, I guess I guess we can be the greatest teachers to our children by just being who we are. And there's no such thing as a good or bad job, in my opinion. It's if, if your heart tells you to do that, you go do that, whether that's a bus driver or a, or a, or a Richard Branson flying people totally. to the moon. It doesn't matter, does it? It's No, whatever heart. fills you up. Whatever exactly. fills you up. And I think more credit to you for having the guts to get out of jobs that didn't fill you up that you knew you were not aligned to because so many people like you said unfortunately are trapped in that job and can't get out and you know all the cliches life's short you're only here once it's so blooming true though you know life is too short to be unhappy and and that's again areas in my life where I followed my heart you know I've been through divorce I followed my heart and trusted like what Leah was saying trusted my gut trusted my intuition trusted my heart and went yep I am all in and I couldn't be happier you know these things help make the shift if something doesn't feel aligned to you and your your heart or your there's you know if you're not aligned with something you know and I think that's time for 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 everybody to be happy in in life you know and just to to have that sense of I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to trust my heart because I know this is the right thing to do and I think for you getting out of job after job after job instead of people saying oh you can't stick something that I don't think that's right or true to you I think it's it says more about you know who you are and you know what your values and what your alignment is. And I would say, I've said to all three of our girls at home, we've got one going off to university, one starting senior school, and one, like I said, that's swimming now. Um, if something doesn't feel aligned and you've got that feeling, get out of it and choose what's going to make you happy and we will always always be behind you and always back you on that you know whatever it is you cannot disappoint us you cannot fail us we just want you to listen to your heart and go out as three young women in this world 
having empathy for other people you know don't trod on anyone to get your own happiness but but choose what you are aligned to rather than being stuck in what society say or what the right thing to do is that's just it's about love isn't it it's like choosing it's choose love and when you go out into the world and that's what we've like we're kind of instilling into Jaden. as long as you love what you are planning to do with your life whatever that may be then you you've got it right don't just yeah accept the life yes. that's being handed to you do you yes. know what I mean and just you know if you feel that like you say that deep within you at your core that you you're destined for more then explore that yeah and I know that's something that I've had to do myself because I started off like for me I, it was right you've left school at 16 you're, now you get a job like, mm-hmm. like finished school on the Friday I was working in a factory on the Monday wow because I had to go to work that was my one of the things that my parents said to me you need to work so throughout the summer and then you go to college and so I did just take on and stick with the jobs that didn't fill me up the working in the factory working in McDonald's and then it went to the office jobs and there'd be days I'd be falling asleep on my desk mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be working I'm so bored but I need to work that's what's instilled into you but like you say if you don't love what you're doing then really question that why are you doing it absolutely just to bring money in well the money will come to you by finding what actually you love and what you what brings you that excitement so like with me like really connecting to my spirituality and the gift that I have in being able to do the tarot and the spirit messages or like the divine messages as I may okay I may have those moments still but I'm like oh am I going to get this but at the end of every call I know that I've actually served and I've done what I need to do to do so I'll keep on with that, regardless of whether or not I'm seeing people four, five, six times a day or once a month. That's in. I'm still doing what is right for me. Absolutely, and what, what an amazing feeling! What an amazing feeling that is, though, isn't it? Like you said, you know, to know now I am doing what I'm meant to be doing, and this feels right. And I think if you've got that feeling that this feels right. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about that. It's as long as it feels right to you because you know your, you know, your body knows your own core values and where you're meant to be and what you're meant to be doing. And I think so many times in life we see your body reacts in ways if you're not living in a line to your values. You know, like I've heard so many women say, I've had such a sore throat, I've had such, and it's because they've not spoke their truth. You know, they've held it in or they've, the body has ways of showing us these things, doesn't it? Like sending us a message to be like, you're not listening to me. You're not doing, you know, again, you're not living to follow your heart or, mm-hmm. you know. It's true, there's a lot, I saw, I've seen a, um post not so long ago regarding that and like with on a trauma and how the mm. body holds on to trauma and there's a lot of um talk about like certainly with like the, for me and fibromyalgia like around that fibromyalgia thing because there's no real 
reason that the medical profession can find what fibromyalgia really is yeah and so there's kind of the looking into it actually being a a way of your body dealing with trauma yes that stuck trauma it has to come out in some way and that's kind of where it's that's the only way it knows how it creates that pain and that yeah you know and I think that's where you've got to it's important to really feel into those thoughts that you're having and that when your heart tells you that something isn't right really listen to that because you're only causing yourself damage in the long run if that makes sense it makes perfect sense Leah. perfect sense like I've read so much about from um, Gabor Mate when when the body says no and the, the power of trauma he's done loads of work on that and exactly that like the same of you know obviously when my daughter was diagnosed as she was 14 15 at the time with MS completely out of the blue and again like fibromyalgia no real sort of rhyme or reason it's not genetic it's not one of these things that they can say and they don't know how it's going to affect you so like yourself it's not like oh this is going to happen then this then this it's just it's just rubbish and it's one of those things that's there and that you have to live with but I definitely do think you're spot on I think stored trauma in the body is well like there's lots of work that's been done on this that you know dis-ease in the body leads to disease in the body Mm. and if we don't move these feelings through which has taken me to where I am now with the breath work of helping women move that stored trauma or move any stuck emotion you know going through what I did with my daughter and going through a divorce and whatever I had so much stuck emotion that you just go, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. No, 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 I'm fine. (laughs) And it's, and you're holding on to all of that. So until we release all of that trauma or stuck emotion, whatever way you want to look at it, that's sitting in different areas of our body, around the heart, around the gut, you know, letting the, letting those emotions move through our body to bring us that freedom you know from these these events that have happened and giving you that more peace back within the body i think it's so powerful isn't it to just learn about your body and your brain because this is you whether whatever you believe this is the vehicle we're moving with so to actually learn all this stuff about yourself i think it's just so powerful and i think this is where we can empower everybody to to actually take control of yourself because I observe, I love watching people and they're all just stuck in this treadmill of doing yeah. the same things and they're not happy, but it's like what Albert Einstein said, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing every day and expecting a change. Again, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a big change. It doesn't have to be some miraculous life I think because growing up I saw all these people being successful and thought oh they just got it handed to them because that's what I was taught by people around me but actually if you look a lot of these people got where they are now through trauma and pain and heartache and and just breaking out of that so I guess the greatest thing we can do is work on ourselves because 
It teaches the children the circle of control. We can't control anything else or anybody else. We can only control our words, our action, ourself. So actually, that's a place to start with you. Stop pointing the finger and yeah. actually point it back this way. Because actually, um, coming to the end of this, and this has been an amazing conversation, I'm sure I will have so much more. We could be here for days. But <laughs> I just wanted to say, it just reminded me when you two were talking about the film Happy Feet and how the penguin has to find her yeah. heart song. And, and and it just reminded me, find your heart song. What fills you up? What makes you dance? What makes you smile? And I know, and I can't help it, when I talk about empowering young minds, I get passionate. I get, every part of me feels that. So 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 it's like, start feeling into your body what you're feeling when you're going That's to work. It. We're not sitting here saying it's easy to just quit your job and go and get a different one. No, not no far up. from but, it. But, but there's stuff you can be doing every day. There's courses yes. you can be taking. There's books you can be reading. There's people you can speak to. It's We have so much at our fingertips right now to use. So there's no excuse. It's just reach out to someone. Some, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just take that step. Even the smallest little step. Even just dumping down on a piece of paper what fills you up. And then going, okay, what can I do with this? My son, Jaden, everyone would think this isn't a job because it wasn't when we were younger. He wants to be a gamer. And we're like, be a gamer if that's what you want to be. That fills you up. That's what you like to talk about. Even though me and mommy haven't got a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> you do that. If that fills you no, up, I... you be that. You may have yeah. to interpret what you're talking about because we ain't got a clue. But he learned all that on himself because of passion. So it's like, do what, yeah, so, so I'm just going back to happy feet and I'm going to be a penguin and I'm just going to remember everything that fills me up today. But I'll pass over to I you two. That. What's your final kind of tip for people, final word on this episode? I think my final tip would be just that, Jay, what you just said there, I realise that listening to this of us all talking the three of us are very fortunate we're in the position where we are doing what we love and it's not easy if you're sitting here or listening to this podcast whatever you are thinking that's bloody great but I'm stuck I've got a mortgage to pay and three kids to provide for and you know whatever and I'm not doing the job that I really love I'd say look for the things that do fill you up and try and make the changes to look after your health and your stress levels while you're in a job that you don't per se love look for the positives that are coming from that job that's given you the house the lifestyle the whatever it is that's that's the good and then really look at how you can take care of yourself out with that situation by doing whether it's meditation breath work singing your happy song you know being out in nature and being surround yourself with people who do fill your heart up and who support you in that way and not people who drain the heart i love that over to julia what's your final thing on i think it's actually um really following on from what you've both said as well i think sometimes you get so caught up on like you say not being happy and following your heart when it comes to the to the job that you're doing or the relationship that you're in but there's so much more that you are actually doing that is following that heart whether it's the um hobbies 
ask yourself, are you putting into that or are you really getting bogged down by everything that you're not happy with? So making that small change in doing your hobbies a little bit more, that's going to fill you up slightly enough to maybe then start making those small changes in the other areas as well. I think hobbies are underrated. So really, like, ask yourself that as well, really, and just make that change. That's still a change for the better. It's that positive thing that you can hold on to each day that you've actually given yourself that 10 minutes a day to do what you really enjoy in that, in, I say, as a hobby. I love, I love that, Leah. I love, I love, love, love that. I think, I think it's true, isn't it? It's like, it just reminds me of being, watching my niece who's like, she's just three, but when she, she's oh. just, just doing what they love and they don't care how silly they look. They don't care that nobody understands. So I guess we can just go back to being a child and start exploring what, what fills you up, even if that is walking and jumping in a puddle. Go back to that state and everything just starts to make sense. No, it's not easy, but it but it starts to make sense. It's like, I'm only in this position to do this now what I what I love because Leah had a disability and I had to stop working in the school to be a carer. So does things don't always work out the way we want them to, but there's a blessing in 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 that somewhere. So I guess that's just the point. Follow your heart, watch happy feet, <laughs> take tips yeah. from the penguin, <laughs> and actually just find your song. Find and I, I agree with you on the people. Since I've literally surrounded myself with these amazing people and I'm so open to new connections. I want those new conversations because this is what fills you up because it's in those conversations that you have the insights and then you take the action from that. So it's like, look who's around you. And I know we can't always choose the people, especially people you work with, or even for children, people they were at school with, they can't just decide they don't want to be in that classroom anymore. And I know that really affected Jaden, the people he was around, but actually just have a look around you, all the different areas and things start to move and shift and, and you can get and be whatever you want, because the word impossible, if we put in a thing says I'm possible and that's where I want to end it. But yeah, thank you for joining us today, Emma. Everybody can find out about about you below the episode in the description. They can find all your links um, and a bit more about you if they want to connect with you. And this has been amazing. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you both for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you found it just as powerful listening as we found it recording. If you would like to reach out to any of us on this episode, you'll find our details in the description below.